Hey, I'm Natalie Potts and this is the Natalie Potts Podcast. If you want to talk about your business, your life, your health and more, then you are in the right place. We do it all with humour, love and inspiration to help you create a life you love. So let's dive in. Becca, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on because we've only met a couple of months ago, but I love the energy and the conversation that we have when we talk and what you're doing in your coaching business and setting up for what we'll go on to tips for 20s really appeals to me and is really interesting. So I know there'll be a bit of experience, knowledge probably coming through here, but also really finding out about how you're changing the landscape for the future as well, if within coaching and for the younger generations, which is absolutely stuff I love. So over to you, introduce yourself and tell us all about you. Thank you very much for the introduction. Um, so yes, I have started a new business. Um, Tips for Your 20s is all about helping women in their 20s to navigate through the scary times that it can be throughout your 20s, coming up with new things, new ideas, your career relationships, um, and just trying to be the best possible person you can be. So Tips for Your 20s is predominantly uh, focused on holding events based um, around all the things that you don't necessarily learn coming out of school. Um, But it also is the other element, which is the coaching, which I've started, which I have experience in, um, in terms of careers, coaching and how you can change um, your career to find fulfillment, really. Mm. Um, I was a primary school teacher for a, a short time. Um, And within that time, I felt very trapped and very much in a um, job where I was told you work between these times, you have this holiday then. Um, And I was unhappy and I I decided to make a change. And it's giving women the confidence to also make that change, whether that's find another job, start a new business um, and really make a really good start to the beginning of their career and not waiting till they get to a point where they're really, really low or really um, negative about um, their day-to-day life. I've, 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 I make some notes all the time when I go through, but I, I love what you shared there. And there's, like I said at the start, about knowledge experience, there's so much coming through. I'm like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I think I'm always sharing, and I do work in schools as well with um, kind of year nines through to grads around more of vision-based and learning um, for them to, to help them feel more confident and anxious. But it's definitely... What I say is in those that it's the stuff I wish I would have had. And I think what you're doing and sharing here is exactly, again, me going, I wish I'd have had that. Or I wish I've had that person to help me not go, I'm going to go to university because I don't know what to do. And say, actually, I'm going to university because this is what I want to do in my life. And this is what means something to me. And I don't think, well, I know I didn't have that. And in a way that I would want that now. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's about as well there being somebody to say to you that, yes, you might want to go to university now to become a teacher, to become a lawyer, to become a doctor, to go and do social media and marketing. But that doesn't have to be your forever route. That doesn't have to be the route that you go down for the rest of your life. You're not trapped in that one thing. If you want to go and go to university and try a job out for five, 10 years or even a year, that's absolutely fine. And then you go and find something else and you learn and develop new skills. It's so important that that restriction isn't there for so many young people that think that they have to stay in a career for the rest of their life, work their way up and and then that's it. 
And, and you know what, where you shared that about teaching, I was in, I did 20 years in retail and I worked my way up from a student to being a store leader and 19 years there. And at the end, I felt trapped. I felt exactly like you said, I've written down like not valued. I was very unhappy, but almost to a point where I'd work myself into thinking like, pretend you're happy, like you are happy, you're lucky, you know, be grateful for what you have. Whereas I, I actually don't like this anymore. I have no values that are aligned to me or that align with the business. And that's not necessarily about them. That's on me too. And I think a big part that I didn't say, I don't think I lost confidence. I've always been really confident, but I definitely lost an identity in knowing who I was. And I think that was the biggest challenge in leaving and going into my own business. And I think what we're sharing here is the awareness of what can happen when you go through any transition, whether you do your own business or whatever and 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 what I know is that through research and I've read it recently a lot that and coaching I know coaching education where I'm into the coaching academy they've got a huge area in coaching education but there are a lot of unhappy teachers and a lot of people unhappy in retail they are the two uh, they're the industries where people leave are leaving like really high and, and we can both sit here and go I know what that feels like and why within each area. And again, it's not necessarily about, it is about the industry, but it's not necessarily about where you are per se. You've got to just say no to if it's not making it work for you. Absolutely. And yesterday um, a question was asked, it was, what does success mean to you? And yeah. I had a really good, a deep think about it. And, and exactly what you said, success to me means being rounded. It means being defined as more than just your career. It means being defined as, Uh, somebody who has interests outside of their work and somebody who has um, conversation they can bring to the table who wants to develop themselves and that was really important for me that when I was a teacher I didn't have that my identity was a teacher and I would go to work every day and and that would be it and for me that wasn't enough and so for some people that absolutely is and that's all they want from their life and it's understanding that if you are happy that is absolutely fine but I wasn't and I wanted more than just to be a teacher and I wanted um, to have hobbies I wanted to go to the gym fitness take up a um, something new and and learn more about myself and develop that self-awareness which I just never ever had before mm. um, so I think I think it's really important to have for me more than just your career is your identity and and this is where I've led into my coaching with the career side of it because I think there's so many different routes you can go down and it relates to different parts of your life and being able to discover yourself in different areas um, but definitely then as well in your 20s focusing on the things that you just never get taught from school from university um, Mm. to to help you just become a rounded person generally Mm. I guess what's you know all these ideas what we're sharing here will resonate with people listening if, if they're in these worlds or they're feeling these emotions and feelings what's again comes to my mind there is that like it's it's kind of women that want more from their world as well and that's definitely been something where I was at in retail and and I see people around me that I know that have been they've got very successful positions in businesses and again they've kind of hit that glass ceiling and I absolutely hate it or it's they're not enough in their business and I guess it's the self-awareness how can we help younger gen and you're, you're a lot younger than me anyway but how can we help younger generations become more self-aware and then have the confidence to say exactly like you've done because as much as we might sit here thinking just do it and it's not for us like that's not easy for people to do no no not at all all. and 
um, I have this, I only had this conversation this morning and I, I get a lot of, oh, you, you're very mutual for your rage. When I yeah. was in, when I was 24, I was doing this and that. And I think that's Absolutely. brilliant. Um, I have been given opportunities in life to explore self-awareness, to develop um, who I am and decide what I want to do. And it's then about me helping others to have that opportunity as well, regardless of your age. And it's think the people who are saying to me, you're very mature for your age, flipping that around and saying, yes, I'm very mature for my age. Let's see what, how I am and what I've developed and what skills I've learned and how you can then help other people to have that as well, to develop those skills. And it, ultimately it is about having that self-awareness, isn't it? You can, you can go, you can go through throughout the whole life in one career, but unless you really dive into that feeling and dive into that understanding of what it is that's making you feel um unfulfilled every single day you're going to go nowhere so it's having that person and that's who I want to be for those women in the 20s to say I'm here for you if you want advice if you want support to be able to develop that self-awareness to get them to a point where they want to be whether that is within their career whether that's pushing them into the right direction with their relationship or um you know, just giving the support that they need in a world where unfortunately everything is comparison based on social media and mm. it, it just gets tougher and tougher, doesn't it? With the, with, I mean, I do think it's predominantly social media and, and mm. what people are putting online now. Yeah. I mean, I, I like what you share about opportunities. I think we can get into worlds, like you just said, where we, compare ourselves all the time to others and we're not good enough and I think it baffles sometimes sometimes my clients when I say like I've had that conversation with my own coach recently like I'm not good enough and we are in those worlds but the point that you share about opportunity there are amazing opportunities out there and you're one of them sitting there saying I can help you change this create a world you like and and that we're not saying we're not here sitting saying that's overnight because often again patience is key and it's a it's a long process in knowing I think that you've got to fail at things yeah and they're your success they're like your success milestones but that those opportunities can lead to so much more for you. Mm. Take them. You don't need to do them on your own either. There are people out there. And I was having this conversation with a client yesterday, you know, how do you find these people? How do you create different networks around you when people don't even believe you or they're kind of questioning, oh, why are you doing coaching? Like the questions I used to have, like, oh, you're going to leave your job. Why are you going to coach? What you get paid to answer questions? And it's all that stuff. You're like, oh, gosh. But there are people around that are doing exactly like you want to do as well. And they'll be for us they'll be further ahead than us as well and they, they become our inspiration and it's almost it's us role modeling becoming that for younger generations Absolutely. in addition to opportunities and self-awareness what else do you help tips with 20s on or do you find are the things that are the biggest tr- problems for them yeah and I think it's following on from that opportunities that actually everybody has a community um if you're online or on social media but the people who you follow the people who um you see online are basically a community that you've created you can pick and choose who to have in that community who you follow who brings you up who and who brings you down um and 
unfortunately, I think that can go against young people because they don't understand that is a community that they've built. And so you've got a lot of that girl, which is online of, of trying to be this girl who is, um, incredible at every day, um, going to the gym on time or, um, wakes up really early and goes for a run at 5am or it eats clean all the time. And then you don't see that real side of what is happening in their life where, you know, they might be absolutely hating their job or their relationship is falling apart because everybody is so focused on becoming that girl that nobody's sharing the real side of it. And so then you built a community, which is, is built on a lot of fake information and false information of these lives of these girls that are just sharing the good parts. And so I think it's being really mindful of the community that you're building and ensuring that you have people within that community that are are being real or you having enough self-awareness to go, okay, I do understand that they're sharing the only good part of their day and that, that they might, you know, it's only a snippet of two minutes of the day and I haven't seen the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I think that is something that needs to be talked about more, really. I, I definitely think there's a big been a bit of big shift on the real side that people share, but not enough at all. What do you think to that? Because I know you're on social media in your community as well. Yeah, so we're both building communities. And I think, like you shared there, you've got to be open to it might not be right for some people and saying what it is and what it isn't, what you stand for being always very values-based supports what I do whether that's personally and business-wise and I think building that is the vulnerability that you share and and I noticed a few months ago in my own business I got the feedback that it looks pretty and perfect your world and I was like well it isn't (laughs) but the reality was I was probably doing that part is that I am that person that goes to the gym each morning at five or six and I I am routine and structured and that's that's how I'm I've kind of I'm built I guess but you've got to be vulnerable and I I got to the point a few months ago I was like right heard this crap back in retail when I was leading people that you're not vulnerable leader um and then I'm hearing it again but this is bigger now because it's on me to make stuff happen and the consequences are fully on me in greater business so what do I really need to do I've worked on it to a degree but I'm not doing it enough and I think there's again I think everything comes back to awareness but we'll always dip in and out of things and we'll have to, it's our grounding of ourselves. And that's why our self-awareness is key of how we are that I'm probably going to talk about it three months time again of that, bring it down a pick or two or that, get vulnerable again. Um, Because it's naturally how I can be. But when you can share things, you, and tell your story and share your story. Yeah. That's what's inspiring. That's what's engaging to people. And, and, and finding a community, I think to build on what we're sharing there is, if you're creating one, think about those things. But if you're going to look for them as well, that you don't just naturally go and say, because it, it seems the right thing. Just do your groundwork and your due diligence. Is this exactly what you want and need? Yeah, right, absolutely. What you want to achieve? Because there's so many out there and they're amazing in their different ways. And and I love it sometimes when someone says, this isn't the right community for me. I'm like, that's absolutely fine. Like, it doesn't have to be. It's not got to be, it's, you've got to be a part of it. Well, that's that, or I don't want to talk to you. Like, it doesn't have to be that. We don't have to live in a world like that. No. So I think it's the open-mindedness. It's a self-awareness, which Stephen Bartlett talks a lot about, who I love, you know. So it's like, he talks about self-development starts with self-awareness. And, and I think that's a key and I think if I could share anything with younger generations for what I've learned at 35, it would be to invest what you can 
in your self-development, which I always did in retail and my job. I always worked solidly on myself a lot, which got me really good opportunities like you shared in the business I was in. And I think if you can continue to do that and find people a bit where you want to be, where you are and where you were in your network and make the right decision about who sits in your world, that can change everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's all about those comparisons as well and understanding that you're on your own journey and that you don't need to compare that to anyone I think there's a lot of at the moment get rich quick get into business you can succeed within 30 days that that's not correct for everybody and that's not the path that everybody is going to make and unfortunately I think the people who do get into these situations where they've blown up overnight and a a TikTok's gone viral or something like that they don't know how to handle that pressure and the expectation that is then put on them to perform like a, a sort of like performing monkey every time like we want more videos we want more pictures and it's like this isn't what I was anticipating on creating because there was no plan along the way there was no jumping onto next steps and being able to adjust to it it's suddenly into the limelight and then um and then that's why we have things such as cancel culture because people weren't prepared for the fame that they were going to have they haven't checked that their social media is actually right and and that they haven't been hurting other people along the way um and it's just really understanding that if you want something it it's not going to come quickly or at least if it does come quickly, it might not be quite what you anticipated and what you want. Um, it's And it's being able to stick and persevere at it every day. And, and what you see online, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be in it for the long run. And there's so many young people who are, are just seeing online, you can do this so quickly, you can do this tomorrow and you can get famous. And it's like, does that, is that really what you want? Is, do you understand what that entails? It can be quite difficult to, um, shut off that side of of social media and that side of Mm. um, expectations it's interesting because it's reminding me so I'm doing a lot of work with clients that are going into 2023 and and some of them are ridiculously successful and got ridiculous amounts of money but they're the most unhappiest people in the world Mm. like seriously unhappy and it goes back to exactly what you shared at the start about you've got to define and we did this yesterday I did it with a client I said you've got to share and define what success and happiness means to you. Like you've really got to dig deep on that and and almost revisit that. Like I think all of, you know, like at least every few months, but at least like definitely once a year. And I, I'm, I'm really pro goal setting and, yeah. um, and looking at your vision. I know a lot of people at the moment for doing it or whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. It works for me. It drives me. And it's, yeah. again, it's that do what works for you. And I think it's the same for exactly for the twenties that tips twenties that if you can really define what success and happiness means to you without comparison, without judgment or anything, just do what you really want. Like if you were to, there's a great um, study out there by Bronnie Ware who does the five um, like life regrets. So, So she spent time with people in palliative care and she's an Australian nurse and they number one regret was that people don't live a life of true meaning to themselves mm. and it's incredibly interesting and if you like like that. that if like if I'd have had somebody to help me and give me the opportunity to be a part of community or to guide me support me coach me mentor me on almost just life like I would snap it up right now because and I always say I wish I'd found coaching earlier but the reality is I think I got into coaching at 26 
I wouldn't be where I am now if that hadn't been my experience to there. So I used to be at 20, I remember at 21 being really bollocked, <laughs> being really bullshit at work. I was always <laughs> like, I was like, I should be here, I should be there. And I was like, yeah, they said, you haven't got experience. And I was like, that's crap. I don't need the experience. And they said, no, you do. And I was like, what a load of rubbish. And then the older I get, I was like, experience is everything. Like, I, I seek people now that have the experience. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm out. Like, you've got to have had that. Well, you've got to walk the walk for me. Absolutely. And, and experience doesn't have to take 20 years. You don't have no. to. It, you don't have to do one little thing every year. It, it can be you can learn so much information from podcasts, from online, from talking to other people and connecting that it doesn't have to take years and years and years. It doesn't have to be a slog, but you just have to have a plan in place of where you want to get to and how you're going to get there and what information you need to learn along the way to be able to get there as well. Um, it, it isn't enough to do it alone, or at least you're only going to get so far with the information that you already know. You need to be constantly developing and understanding, right, what is it that I don't know? What are my weaknesses? And how am I going to overcome that to get to where I want to be? Or who mm. am I going to work with to get there too? Because sometimes it is. Um, I mean, currently I'm I'm working in my partner's business in property business. And going from teaching to property is completely different. And I've yeah. had to learn a huge new skill set. And we're constantly saying there's always going to be things that you don't know. And there's weaknesses within the business that I, I know I'm not good at. So we have people that work with us in our team, which are brilliant at doing those things and are, are way better than I ever am. But I know that I'm also great at other sides of the business. Mm. Um, and it's working as a, uh, as a community, as a group, as a, as a team to then come together and it has to be the same with coaches and it has to be the same with um i know solo entrepreneurs or business owners working together with other people isn't isn't a negative and admitting their weaknesses isn't a negative it's how you're going to then take the next step to progress within your business or your community or your or, or your um venture that you're on whether it is just finding a new job who are you going to team up with to help you get to that place that you want to be and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, but if you're still sitting or you're listening to this and you're thinking, is that for me or not? Who is somebody that is your ideal client? What are their biggest pains? An ideal client, something that I hear a lot of is loneliness in your 20s, is that feeling of yeah. there's there's no one there who understands me or supports me. So I'm I'm about building a community at the moment for these women who are feeling lonely, who are feeling like they just don't know where to go in their life. Yeah. Um, so th that would be somebody who I don't necessarily want to work with them and coach them. And, and that might not be right for them, but wow. just to come into a community where they feel that they can express, ask questions, get advice that yeah. they might not get anywhere else. And you know what? I actually quite enjoy the silent viewers because I know that even if you're just reading a post that I've put about something so random as my my best nutritional advice at the moment that's working for me, they yeah. might get something out of that and go, actually, I want to try that or, and that might really benefit them. That sometimes that's the nice side of it, of the silent viewers. Oh, I've seen six people have read it. That's fine. They haven't engaged and commented because I'd rather someone didn't comment, but it means something to them and they get something out of it than comment for the sake of commenting. 
absolutely I was with someone about that yesterday they said you know what do you do when you don't get much engagement and I was like well I'd rather engage and add value to 10 people that definitely want that value and do something with it than 100,000 that I don't know and don't why would I want that and I, I think it's quite laughable not in a rude way but I'm like why would I, why would you want that in your head to think that you're gonna you want to touch the lives of people like the starfish analogy that you touch one person they ripple effect to another three who ripple another effect to 10 I would rather know that side of things is happening than just get a thousand likes and think I would just swiping through and actually not doing anything with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and I think when you, when you set your mindset and you, you set your vision on helping people and, and wow. really wanting to make a difference, that's, that's when you'll see the effects yourself and you'll be able to progress and know where to, you're going next on your journey because it will take you somewhere. Whereas if you've set out on this mission of I'm going to do this program, then this, then that, which I have done and I've got a program, but it's something I'm not pushing because I know that my community is where I need to start. I need to find out the areas that these women yeah. are struggling with where yeah, exactly. they need advice and then work on that. That That's the next step in the journey, really. And admitting you're lonely is a big thing. I did 18 months and it was through COVID as well, working with Shout as a crisis volunteer and I talked to people um, for a couple of hours every Sunday and it would be at those they're at that point where they're like they think they're taking their life so it's crisis and you you'd help them through that moment and you talk about 45 minutes and I would say like 98% were just lonely just wanted somebody to talk to and that's what I love about coaching is that you create that space somebody you see all these people out there that do this and you get this and the features the benefits I'm like oh, it's boring compared to just listening to somebody yeah even in the space and we've got so much coming at us the whole time and people don't they don't reflect they no. don't journal they don't spend time on self-care enough they talk about it or they'll try it out for a little bit but they don't stay consistent is a challenge I think if I could share things to the young generations it'd be that my tips would be find something you love that's happiness and success for you get people around you that inspire you for what you want with that and purpose. Like if somebody said, find a life that serves or create a life or business or career that serves others, that would have been like a light bulb moment for me. Then yeah. what does that mean? Cause I kind of got into the old, I got into it because of money. The money was very, very good. And I liked nice things. And now I'm very much my business. The money brings me opportunities and helps me achieve my vision with the time freedom and everything. But if I'm not doing it from adding value and being purpose-driven, it means absolutely nothing to have all that money. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that that is really, really important. I, there was a there was a time when I was at university. I say university was my my loneliest period of time. I'd moved from um, Cambridge to Worcester, which is where I am now. So quite a big a big move, and I didn't go home very often. My family then moved to Scotland, which was great for them as well, but. Um, I had family in lots of different places and I was sort of in the middle and I didn't go home and I had lots of friends that did go home. And I remember there being periods of time where I wasn't, I wasn't helping myself. I didn't know how to help myself from this, this loneliness of just sitting, not knowing what to do. And I wish I had had at that point, a group, a community that I could go to where that advice was given, even the smallest little list of things like I like to share like a podcast recommendation. I'm the same as you, Stephen Bartlett, love them. Um, and the thing is those small things that can help you to make a huge difference um, that are, are just not addressed really and, and just not spoken about, or at least not in a way that people feel comfortable to mm. listen to or comfortable to um, 
offer advice or, or recommendations really yeah what would be a a final piece that you'd share with people that is a like something you wish you'd have been told something I wish I had been told now I'm only 24 so I feel like I've got a lot of learning ahead of me <laughs> it's really exciting and really um I wish I'd been told really that it isn't it isn't all one path one journey that you're going to take that yeah. that along the way there's going to be challenges but there's also going to be different branches coming off taking you into different directions and there's no shame and there's no failure in that I had so much failure that the the feeling was so overwhelming when I left teaching I felt like I trained to be this teacher I was so excited in that summer leading up to my first class and I it hit me when I was a teacher that that actually wasn't for me I still love working with children I think that's amazing but um I wish I I could go back and and really tell myself how much it's not a failure and and where it's led me to now and where um I've been able to develop so many skills outside of my career and how important that is too so yeah I, I really would look back and 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 try and have a bit more focus or advice to somebody else is to to stop seeing life as one straight path that's going to lead you to wherever you think it is it's so much so much more than that and it should be more than that and it should be the highs and the lows and going off and trying new things and um developing new skills and interests that um you want to do really yeah I love that so I, I always have a question that I've had from the previous guest and then I'll roll over your question for the next guest so the question for yourself is I'm building it a bit but it was around the idea of prioritizing yourself so when was the last time you prioritized yourself and on reflection on that what more could you do to, to prioritize you time prioritizing me time um, I'm pretty good in the evenings at shutting off from um, work and things pretty good um, I've taken up running in the last year which has been the most incre- incredible amazing thing I've ever done and something that I'm going to continue to do for the next however many years that I can run without um, gaining an injury because you know what it is when you do these sports <laughs> um, so I really see me time as when I'm running and being able to put my phone on to do not disturb and focus on bettering myself and seeing myself in a different light beyond my career. So, um, yeah, I I think that that's, and I, last time I ran was a couple of days ago. So I do run most days. So I do give myself that time. Good for you. What would be your question you'd leave? I think simply for what I do, what, piece of advice would you give to 20 year old you really um I think 20 year old when you've just come out of your teens is a really um impressionable time so what piece of advice would you give to your 20 year old self yeah love that and where can people connect with you uh predominantly on Instagram um at tips for your 20s um, but if anybody is listening in their 20s that wants to join the community, there's also a Facebook group that anybody is more than welcome to join. What's the name? Um, at Tips for Your 20s. Amazing. And you're also on TikTok as well. 
I am. I ventured onto TikTok. Yes. Um, I know you're on TikTok too. I am. I'm. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's not my chosen platform. I'm terrified of it because I once spent ninety minutes on it, and my ninety minute, I was just stunned that I could spend that amount of time on a platform that scared me. So yeah. I try and just stay away. <laughs> just have my lovely VA posts once a day. But it's it's certainly really interesting about the potential there for sure. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of um, business opportunities for anybody that that wants to go on there, and um, mm. it's a it's a really nice side of my business being able to share the real me. Um, I do a lot of uh, mm. the real life of a, a 24 year old, so just don't get hooked on the likes, and you're going to go viral. <laughs> no, I don't think I really want to go viral. Don't I don't really have time to be on TikTok for 24 hours of my day. Bless you. Thank you so much. It's been amazing to speak with you. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you felt inspired, please make sure you share this with a friend and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I really love hearing feedback from you. So if you have a question, topic, or want to hear from someone you love on this show, then head to my website, Matthew Potts Coaching, and let me know. Until next time, have an amazing week and know that you have value to offer this world. Thank you.